Oh, hi there, citizen. Didn't see ya. Uh, it's your old pal Sean again, he of the whip around, uh, here to sort of transition us into what you're about to hear, which is a throwback. It's actually into the archives of the whip around from way back when. It's, I believe, episode 103. I think we just did, what, 200-some? Phil's the numbers guy, you know? Uh, anyhow, we decided, since there are a lot of things going on right now, spam a lot of the Civic Theater, opening uh, Friday, this coming, if uh, if you're in the current time stream with me. So opening Friday, May 6th, and, uh, you know, we start that run, and we go through until May 24th. I think it's that, uh, whatever, one of those Sundays at the end. Anyhow, get your tickets. But also, uh, your old pal Phil is buried. I believe the word he used was buried under exams, and things are just bananas. So we thought, you know what? There are some new citizens out there, whether they're coming from the dark side of the con, what is up, uh, whether they are from the Allentown Theater scene, what's up, pals? Uh, and then, you know, just hither and yon. We've got our German listeners and all the citizens around the world. Point is, y'all haven't heard much of the macabre lately because of my particular bent of being entirely swallowed. Um, actually, I'm being swallowed just by one of my costumes all by itself. But anyway, being so spammed a lot, uh, I haven't macabre in a while. So we thought, you know what, we'll give them a taste of history. And it's actually literally what I talk about in the macabre. It's one of my favorites. Anyway, and, and. We will uh, allow them to check out the McCabinets. You guys can see, with your ears anyway, what this whole show has been about for ever so long. Anyhow, I want you to enjoy episode 103 here. Looking ahead a little bit, a little teaser. We've got a guest coming very soon. She's coming in to record with us on the 12th. uh, Citizen Jillian, who you may have heard referenced on the show. Uh, She is part of the... Well, I guess the whole Lehigh Valley uh, art and theater scenes. Uh, Jillian McLuhan is her name. Very talented artist. She is a teacher, uh, professor, wonderful human being. She's going to be riding along with us. Uh, There'll be a regular show between now and then, but just something to look forward to. Anyhow, I hope you all are well out there. Take it from me. Take it from your buddy Phil. You know, enjoy the breaks when you can get them. Have some fun with this episode. Again, one of my favorite macabinets because it's a historical death thing where we do a little bit of a wander through history. Good times. Anyway, why don't you enjoy yourself? I would say sit back and relax, but frankly, I'm not here to tell you how to enjoy things. You know, you can sit front and freak out as long as you can hear our dulcet tones, all right? So sit, stand, tip-tap-toe, whatever you like to do, because this is the Whip Around. Again. <laughs> what having a fish as a pet is ethical uh-huh. right yeah if, if empty if you ask me it's like art that moves around you can have moving art it's what well, i'm saying yes and sometimes you have to feed it and clean its aquarium yes um but whatever a human mm-hmm. not a pet no that's a, that's a person <laughs> that would be bad a mer person mm-hmm would be that's slavery if you had a pet mer person only for the upper half of it right right so where do you draw the line at somewhere in the middle of the <laughs> <mer> person 
What if we found out their mer people were real, but they were laterally divided? <laughs> uh, you know, and it was just grotesque. It's like giant fish. On one, one arm, half. one leg, and just fish on the other half. Right. And like the guy has like half a weird whole anus thing and one ball and like half a dangus. Lance Armstrong? What? One ball? Well, I would have gone Hitler. Wow. As long as we're making fun of it. You know? Well, Lance Armstrong sucks too. Yeah. All right. So Lance Armstrong and Hitler <laughs> walk into a bar. <laughs> Two balls. <laughs> anyway. Do you intentionally walk them at that point? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler's never going to bunt. <laughs> Welcome to the whip around. That's uh, about as good as it gets, Episode folks. <laughs> 103. Or uh, if you're going by the strange, arbitrary, probably satanic count that iTunes is using, episode 170-something by Yeah, this I don't get it. I, I don't think anybody does. I think it's like in Beetlejuice when they're in the waiting room of the one place for like five minutes. We just and pulled they, the ticket and that's where we started. No. They were in the waiting room for like five minutes and then it turns out they were there for three months. Maybe it's like that. It's like, actually, 174 episodes you've been doing actually in that basement. <laughs> anyway, I am Sean Hayes. And if I knew then what I know now, I wouldn't have had my little accident. And I'm here to deliver some of the weirdest news this side of the room of lost souls. <laughs> and I'm not alone. Also in this seance thing. I miss Halloween. I'm sitting across yeah, from... Me too. Uh, Phil Laporta, Dr also resident currently of the well of the souls along with mr sean hayes here you just changed the movie i know but it was the only thing of the souls reference i could come up with oh okay how you doing what's up with you precious little i'm afraid it is a real you know what there's um there's a theater group that i'm looking at getting uh that asking about and it's this very interesting thing because it's almost like i'm in the dating world again but <laughs> but with an activity is it like is there like tinder for like actors like swipe right for this role i assume there should be. I, I think that's that's just Tinder. But uh, <laughs> I, it's but like obviously I love my wife. It has nothing to do with like no you know, we know yeah we know or romantic stuff. But I but I've did the, I've done a show. The show is over. It was it was amicable, mutually amicable. You know. Now we've moved on. But both shows ended. I guess I was sort of two timing, or it was an open relationship. <laughs> was an- uh, but now that that's done, there's this other group that I was pointed toward. Like maybe you want to check them. They just they do like play readings and. And like monologue Mondays and sort of thing. That's kind of a fun idea. Right. And it's almost like keep loose between larger projects. I oh, guess. it's like a swingers group for actors. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So it's almost like I want to, am I now getting into, <laughs> getting into that culture? Am I going to get like an, like an open. You're like, a polytheist. <laughs> no, wait, that's that. Polythespian. Poly, that was it. Thank Jeez. you. Yeah. <laughs> Two on the nose. Phil. <laughs> so that I, so uh. yeah, like nothing's up with me. Except the fact that I... You're trying to get back into the theater dating. I'm a wild and crazy performer, but I was talking to another, (laughs) uh, one of my friends, the director of the last two shows, her name's Marion, she's awesome. I was talking to her about just like how I miss acting all over again. She's like, check out this group. So more like I'm looking ahead. Got it. Is is what's up with me. That and um, not not a ton else that's interesting, except I'm really excited about the Lehigh Valley, (laughs) Valley podcast Strigaganza? What is it? Uh, the new podcast Fest? festival that's coming up in March. Yeah. We're Talk gonna... about early warning for our citizens yeah. to come on out and uh, th- it's uh, submit your podcast. I mean, we don't know if we're being accepted yet, but hey, <laughs> we, uh, haven't even... <laughs> we haven't even <laughs> submitted as of right now, but uh, come sure on out waiting. yeah, and see us when we're there. 
If we're there. If we're there. If we're not there, we'll let you know. And then it's you March can 28th. come and stare at us through my basement window. Yeah. Phil, what's up with you? <laughs> not much. Uh, I'm just loving the weather, actually. It's freezing cold, and I love it. I absolutely adore this weather. I really do. It makes me happy. The fact that you think this is freezing cold. Well, I mean, it's been in, like, the 20s in the mornings when I've gotten up to go to work and everything, and it's fantastic. Sure. Yeah, I know, but... I mean, at least I don't have to shovel anything yet. I'm okay with that. Well, I, well the, the day is young, Phil, and I've been having right. a lot of salad. And I will say... <laughs> I will say I am staring down the barrel of 37, rapidly approaching, and uh, it's just one of those times a year where I'm like, huh, I made it another trip around the sun, which is always nice. Um, yeah, when's your birthday again? Monday. So the Monday before, the Monday, uh, the day this comes out, it'll be two days ago, so I'll be <laughs> It already happened. <laughs> Surprise! Heartless as, bastard of the future. As of right now, yeah. I'm not, All right, well, yeah, let's spare yeah. a moment here. What are you yeah. doing for your birthday? Um... Dad and, and Linear come on, on up, and they're going to hang out on Saturday with me, and uh, that's kind of it. I'm not a big birthday celebration person. You know that. Evidently, your wife is not either when it comes to your birthday. She knows that, yeah. Is she not going to be around? No, yeah, of course. She'll You're be like, there with it. My dad and Linear are going to be there. Well, I mean, I just there. assume, I figure it's assumed that my wife will be there. Oh, I, that's called taking her for granted, I think. <laughs> Hi, Caroline. <laughs> and yeah. shout out to our wonderful web mistress, Caroline. What do you want to do now, Phil? Uh, how about... Oh, dear God. Headlines! 3.0. So far, uh, best best (laughs) title for this segment that I've heard is fucking headlines. (laughs) It's time for fucking headlines. It's time for fucking headlines. Now, is this the same as... Ah, ah, You're right. uh, Stop. You're right. You're right. Focus. For the third time, we're not getting cute here. Five headlines. Mm -hmm. Four of them are real. From real stories. One of them... I have just completely made up. No real story behind it. No, no real story behind it. I'm not tweaking a headline. Fully. Fully made up. F- fully regurgitated from your brain. Yep. Fake, fake headline. Spot the fake news. Yep. Ugh, I was trying not to say uh, anything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's I real re- fake news. <laughs> I read way too much and some of this is weird and, and the headlines this week. Okay, humble brag. Fabulous. Headlines. I just read too much. I do read a lot of news, and I want to bring it to you, citizens. You're like that button on Facebook when you complain about an ad. They're like, what's wrong? Does it know too much? <laughs> That's you. I do. Are you ready? Yeah, man. <laughs> Here we go. Drunken Clearfield man placed in jail with his vacuum. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bakery busted for selling cocaine-powdered donuts. God of death enforces railway safety rules. <laughs> I just like that one. Sleep may trigger rhythmic power washing in the brain. What's happening? Actual motherfucking snake found on actual motherfucking plane. Okay, the only one is fake. Only one is fake. You didn't make up headlines no. from other stories. I didn't alter them. They were so weird this week I needed to do very little work. All right, can I again, can I have them rapid fire? Drunken Clearfield man placed in jail with his vacuum. Bakery busted for sell- selling cocaine power- powdered donuts. <laughs> powered donuts? Cocaine powered. That's also <laughs> true. Same thing. Uh, and God of death enforces safety uh, railway safety rules. Sleep may trigger rhythmic power washing in the brain. Actual motherfucking snake found on actual motherfucking plane. One of these is not real. I'm going to say the cocaine powdered donuts is not real. He's inside my yeah! brain. Funny thing. That is not that in the news. That is amazing, though, that some of those other ones are real. Uh, the, God of, all real. the God of Death one comes from India. 
okay. where they have like a, a guy dressed as the god of death, like enforcing people who are like walking on tracks and shit. Okay. Um, the, the study this week about sleep, like cleaning out your brain, like you need sleep to really like I have really, good brain health. I really hope what you're doing is saving the vacuum for last because that that would make sense. <laughs> um, I, and the the other one is pretty much as it is on the tin, uh, motherfucking snake sure. powder, and uh, the the cocaine powder donut thing. Uh, when I was a kid, there was a bakery in my town that they were like running drugs out of. So that was always a running gag when I was a kid. But that's not real news right now. Oh, but a little peek into little childhood peek into th- yeah. and what <laughs> scarred you. Uh, and the drunken vacuum. So he was found, I believe it was walking down the freeway holding a vacuum he had just been serviced. He had just had surfaced. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I know. Is this going back to last episode's sex box thing? <laughs> no. Surprise. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. As far as I know, he's not uh, a citizen who's uh, going for his Kiro kit. Pervy synergy. No, I wish. Center pervigy. Center pervigy. Very nice. Uh, but yeah, but that's headline. Holy shit. It actually was cogent this time. Bill? Yeah. I'm disappointed in how much that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, I'm Sean. I'm disappointed in how much fun we just had. <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> it's always fun to watch you just, like, watch your soul die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always a good time. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of death and things dying, do you have something for me? It's Sean's Cabinet of the Macabre. <laughs> That's weird. Okay, it's... Um, what do you got? It's a fun wander <laughs> to my uh, macabre nugget of history for Many you deaths week. start with a fun wander. And it starts with a 16th, uh, a 16th century birthday. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's appropriate. Makes its way to a historic, brutal execution and ends after killing untold thousands on a modern day oil field. I'm excited. I, I want to see how this shit ties together. I was going to say, how's that for the that's, low, low price of fucking free, huh? Yeah, that's right, citizens. You're welcome. So, check it out. Uh, the Whip Around and myself and the McCabinet in particular want to wish a happy belated birthday to long-gone Brit noble Robert Devereux, second Earl of Essex, born November 10th. What an interesting life he led, but I don't care. What's key here is old Bobby D joined an ill-fated coup against the aging Queen Elizabeth I, ah. which never, ever went well. I'm surprised they couldn't figure that out. They well, they shouldn't have named it the ill-fated coup. I that's mean, right. And, and kinda... they should have read their history books like, wait, she never gets overthrown. <laughs> so, charmer that he was, Devereux, along with some others, but, you know, who gives a fuck? <laughs> he was arrested, quote-unquote, tried, and sentenced to death, and, and died he did. On February 5th, 1601, Devereux became the very last person beheaded on the infamous grounds of the Tower of London. The last guy to go. He was the last guy to go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of a big, you know, it's a post-mortem big deal. Uh, He was beheaded, in fact, by a former sailor named Thomas Derrick, who needed three whacks. (laughs) That sucks. With the headsman's axe to lop his head off. He's a professional. Should have fucking sharpened that thing. They did. They did. How thick was this guy's neck? I don't know, man. Three wax worth? How many <laughs> licks does it take to get to the center of a coup master? A one? <laughs> a two? <laughs> a three? <laughs> three. <laughs> you earned it. It's a coopsie pop. <laughs> And it's <laughs> and it's Derek. It's Derek there. He of the three wax that we're going to follow now. 
Besides the uh, not ideal number of axe chops that it took to behead Devereaux, there was another bite at the shit sandwich of life for the uh, accused and condemned. Derek, as it turns out, was actually a pardoned criminal. He was a, a ch- accused of rape charges earlier in his life and was pardoned by Devereaux in exchange for Derek, the accused rapist, taking up executioner's duties uh, at Tyburn, which was basically like the Madison Square Garden in London for executions. If you were a, a heretic, a traitor, ticket, right? a celebrity gonna die, it was it was Tyburn. Uh, that's that's where you went. That's where the deterati just sparkled. So yeah, the guy that he executed was the one who was like, I'm gonna let you go, but you're gonna have to do the distasteful job of being an executioner. Whoops. Right, so Derek took that deal, beginning with a pro- uh, beginning a prodigious career as a hangman. That was mostly, of course, what you did is hang people. The uh, beheadings that are works. for the upper crust, I guess, you know. Sure. Uh, with a bit of a special away game for Devereaux going to the Tower of London, you're summoned. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you get your big shot uh, in 1601 at the Tower. But day-to-day, former seal- sailor, seaman, sealin', sealman, a former seaman like Derek, it was all about the ropes. About the rope, man. The rope game. The rigging. The excitement. The causing harm to others. Shibari. Totally right up Derek's awful alley. In fact, Thomas Derek was a trendsetter. So the method of hanging at this point, Phil, was basically what you would probably throw together in your backyard if you had to get one done real fast, right? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Some kind of a scaffold. uh, You know, a high thing, chair, box for them to stand on. You throw a rope over some kind of... Tree branch, Arch, probably, whatever, yeah. and then you, you know, make them step off the thing, and, and then they go, uh, yada yada yada, justice, I assume. But again, Derek was a sailor, sailor first, buddy, and an imaginative fellow. He innovated, citizens. He changed things up, adding a hanging system with a top-mounted lift and an extended multi-rope pulley system oh. allowing for far greater control Science. over the execution and right, it still kills people I damn have, it i have bridged the gap <laughs> uh, with death and increased efficiency death by death and enabling multiple deaths to be managed at the same time with oh, little to no he, errors or delays he may have been a rapist but he was an innovator right but hey you should see him kill So effective was Derek's system, so prolific was Derek himself, that his very name became synonymous with executioner. So a guy would be a Derek. No shit. Yeah, they're going to send you to to the Derek, right? Even though, whatever. But that's not all. His system of lifts and pulleys turned out to be good for more than just killing folks. No. It was great for lifting, moving, and lowering all kinds of dead weight. So good in Derek. So good, in fact, the system he pioneered in Tyburn, still known by this name. Gotta extract oil. No shit. Get things out of the way between you and the oil. What do you use, Phil? An oil, Derek. Holy shit. Of course you use a Derek. So there you have it. Wow. Broken, bloody humanity leading us across the centuries. I- Helping us prosper to this day. Hats off to you, Derek. You fucking monster. <laughs> I was going to say, fucking monster, but you know what? I mean, I, no, uh, what do you call it? No, no accounting for where the good ideas come That's from, right. unfortunately. That's I mean, right. douchebag for being, you know, accused of rape. I mean, and. Assuming he you, did it, which he probably did. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was definitely pre Me Too movement, so. Uh, well. Yep. I mean, 
God yeah. damn. So I have now taken you from the the mid I'm so, 16th century. Wait, there's more? No. Oh, okay, I'm, just, go, I'm, I'm just, taking a bow, man. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle more. I am taking a victory lap you ended, around the hangman's <laughs> noose. That you ended with an oil, Derek. Wow. Thank you. That was. Thank you. Thank I did you. not see it going there. Thank I'm you. very impressed. I. Uh, I'm, uh, this is what I live for. <laughs> just this kind of shit. Combining words and death and 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 despair. <laughs> you're you're great at it. And oil. I'm all over it. That's incredible. So give a thought to that, folks, and wonder what other words you're hearing <laughs> and using that are attached to horrifying <laughs> truths. And we'll be back in a moment. It's always game day over at Potadelphia. Come relive the soaring highs and more often the crushing lows that come along with being a Philly sports fan. We cover the week's sporting news from national stories to those that are more Philly-focused, all from a fan's perspective. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 9.15 on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Potadelphia. You can also catch us live on the Painted Lines YouTube channel. If grabbing us on the go is more your speed, we're available wherever you get your podcasts. We are back. You're still here, and I'm happy about every element of that, aren't you, Phil? I am. I mean, my head's still attached, and and I appreciate that. Yeah, that you're not being mass hung or turned into a Although lamp you hang to out hang with in me, the You're automatically mass hung. I don't know. Nope. Science. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> that hurt me too. That whole thing hurt. Still matters. Damn it. Prove it. What goes into gin, Sean? Jin Sean. <laughs> Sean. A lot of Shaolin training. It's <laughs> really good. Uh, 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 what goes, what's the main thing is in it gin? elderberries or something? Uh, no, juniper, actually. Juniper, juniper berries. It's juniper. Tastes like shit. I don't know. You, know. you say that. I think it gets a bad rap for a couple reasons, but gin... Bad uh, taste? But, That's a pretty good fucking reason. Well, uh, gin was never meant to be drunk alone. You, It's meant to be mixed with other things. And make them taste bad. Yeah, exactly. I'll step off the tracks now. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> get a, uh, but um, juniper is the main botanical that people associate with gin. By the way, originally, gin is a product product of Holland called uh, John Vier, I believe is the pronunciation of it. Uh, there's a ton of varieties and styles of gin available from London dry to American. The science of making gin has evolved over the years from taking a pure grain alcohol and steeping botanicals into it to doing multiple distillations. Making gin and making the different varieties is, in a way, its own science. And uh, quite honestly, I think every variety of gin is absolutely fabulous when used correctly. Again, to your point, yeah, not a lot of people like the taste of gin. I don't think they've had a good uh, gin cocktail is the problem. I have. Have you? Yeah. But you don't like gin? No. But do you like the gin cocktail? No. Well, that's a problem. You haven't had a good one then. You made it. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But there is a new variety of gin on the market. Oh, God. And it uses some amazing, you know, science. That, oh, God. Oh, yeah. You know, it, science. It's always a science, good sign. You know, science. Science to sort of get it done. Behold, my botanical-loving friends, a new challenger appears <laughs> from South Africa. Gin infused with elephant dung. No, come on! 
I said it tastes like shit. It does taste like <laughs> shit. So, uh, lesson. Mm, it does. It tastes like <laughs> shit. Les and Paula Ainsley are the creators of Indlovu Gin. Uh, Indlovu is the Zulu word for elephant. Uh, they were struck. Yeah, they're going to focus on that part, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. They were struck with the stinky inspiration about a year ago after taking a safari. Uh, much of the idea. It's much like the idea behind. You take a safari, <laughs> and what you come away with is thinking about piles of shit and how you can get people to ingest it. Ah, uh, yeah. I guess I'm not alone. <laughs> so, um, much like the idea behind the civet poop coffee. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the poop. It, whatever. Wait. Ah, but that's again the idea, right? Okay. So elephants eat. This is the thought, right? Elephants eat lots of fruits and flowers and only partially digest it. Uh, quoting less about his uh, favorite dung to infuse into neutral grain spirits. Quote, you get the most amazing variety of these botanicals. Why don't we let elephants do the hard work of collecting all these botanicals and then we make gin from it? He says his wife came up with this idea, by the way, so he's immediately shunting blame. I don't like her either. (laughs) So they... (laughs) More questions being raised from the AP interview that he did. Apparently, Les says that they've got the first batch of elephant dung came in by mail (laughs) from the park where they took that safari. You can't ship drugs to people, but you can ship... Crates full of elephant shit. Cross-global shit. (laughs) They started working out the process, which involves uh, drying it out, sifting it, cleaning it, I know. I assume they have an intern, right? (laughs) Nope. Now, taking advantage of the geographic location, Mm. they take uh, they collect the elephant dung by hand, and they uh, make their poopy gin from. These these people are pranking us. Uh, They describe the gin's flavor as lovely, wooded, wooded, almost spicy and earthy, and one that changes with the seasons. They're working really hard not to say that it tastes just like you would expect elephant shit and uh by the way you mentioned pranking this gin is super popular with tourists to south africa no shit (laughs) (laughs) damn it well no i i i really should ask my buddy joe who's actually recently been to south africa uh drink any shit drink any shit out there and uh so uh what do you think sirs it's like finding out (laughs) that hitler was a bad tipper It's like I already <laughs> hated you. Why do you have to rub my nose in it? Uh, I don't. I don't like this <laughs> world. <laughs> I don't look. It, it, but you have no problem with the Turdy Works lady. Well, no, because she's not like yeah. We pick up the crap and then you eat it. But if it's edible, why not make use of what's in your environment? Okay, you've just changed the parameters. And by the way, it's not edible. <laughs> it's shit. Like in the civet coffee thing, they extracted being all that stuff similar to the elephants, right? Go ahead. But here's the deal with that. I think you're being. I think you're being speciesist. It's not about that. Go ahead. It's not about that. It's that elephants are grosser than. I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> it's this idea. First of all, I don't drink the civet shit coffee. Okay. Uh, I forget what it's called. Someone will know. I'm sure. It's not like koala. It's like koala. God bless you. From for I don't know, but it's just something like all right. It's not like we're not making great gin. You said it yourself for people who like gin. Yeah. Similarly, it's kind of like, I don't know. They're not saying that this is a transcendent, amazing, best gin of all time. Nobody has said that yet. The way that people talk about that coffee, where they're like, it does not get better than that. Well, I should point out that this is sort of a new venture, so it hasn't had a chance to spread, if you will. Best of luck. (laughs) I I will say this. It took a long while uh, to, to learn to appreciate gin for what it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. It did not happen overnight, but I finally figured, I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. And I spent a whole bunch of time talking with, with our, buddies, uh, our buddy Gabe, who's out there, West Coast now. By the way, shout out big time. Yes. 
to Gabe, to Daniel of Slow Readers. They gave us several shout-outs. They always episode. do. I'm thinking of uh, airing. Maybe we would do a commercial for them this episode. Oh, yeah. Why um, not? Because they gave us plenty of shout-outs, including uh, my, my stage name on their show, which apparently <laughs> is just never going to change. I love I, it. Hey, I'll take it. Shawnee B. Horny. Jonathan B. Horny. Shawnee B. Horny. Uh, anyway, so check them out. It's a literature podcast. Fast pa- America's fast-paced literature podcast. Also, if you really like movies, they talk about movies about as much <laughs> just as they the talk books. about books. Yeah. Uh, so if you like movies, movies based on books, books based on movies, I don't know, whatever, check them out. They are fantastic. Uh, but uh, but back but, to the yeah, shit. But yeah, but I learned a lot. I learned a lot about. I learned a lot about gin from Gabe, and even more of it tender from bartender uh, Gabe. Yep, and even more of it from our buddy Neil Heimsoth. Anyway, learned a lot, and it takes a lot of work to actually make a decent gin cocktail because it's, it's not gross. meant to. It's not meant to be drank. You know, it'd also be difficult to make a turpentine cocktail. <laughs> one, I tell you right now, one of these days, this might be a thing we could do in the show where I just bring in a whole bunch of different gin cocktails I know how to make, and like, all right, how does this one taste? You know, I'm not opposed to that. You're um, not? No, not at all. It, because I will be honest about it, and I will be. Flo- I would be excited. If I was like, holy shit, I really like that. Not in spite of the, the element of juniper or whatever. Uh, not in spite of the fact that it feels like someone, it tastes like someone put a Christmas tree in a blender. Um, <laughs> they don't all taste like that. Well, I guess that's up to you I to I guess prove. we'll find out, yeah. And I do have a packet of Miracle Berries for us so we could use oh my that goodness. as well. If it's like, okay, you didn't like them, now let's Now try, try it with the Miracle Berry. But have you done it on Miracle Berry? <laughs> So, yeah, so citizens out there, if you know of any gin recipes... Or if you're just itching to ingest some shit on purpose... Let us know. Send us your recipes. Uh, send us uh, ideas for sh- drinks for Sean to try. And, if you've got uh, any bartenders out there... Uh, which I know like we do. A couple. Have a couple. The, be on the show for that episode. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, we'll arrange that. So that way you're here when Sean is tasting. Uh, and we'll... S- oh, I want to see if I can get a bottle of the shit gin. Mix it in there. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be a blast. Speaking of shit... Yeah. It's time for Real or Bullshit! Drink this edition! Oh, the game show vibe is strong! Oh, yeah! Trends come and go, but weird is forever. At some point in history, people have made alcohol out of just about everything. In fact, heads up, there's Naga Viper Pepper uh, Vodka. I kind of assume that with the, the uh-huh, heat that craze, you kind of do it all at there, some point. But that's, yep. that's brutal on, yeah. the, on your body. Dude. So, uh, my friend and dear citizens, I want to know are these alcoholic varieties and abominations real, or am I just using my abilities to make a decent drink for evil? Galloping on my nipples. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. And let me out of the gate say I, I could have easily Captain made this. Morgan Rum uh, <laughs> Pumpkin Spice bullshit. Alas. For it's the one thing that would make sense in this world. And, and let me just say, by the way, I, I could have easily done this as all real. I, I found so many horrible things. But you, you're the only one who's pranked us like that on this show, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I'm the only one who's run it straight real. Yeah. Yeah. Did I do it again? Phil keeps it real. We'll find out. I guess we will. Here we go. Here we do. First. Yeah. Scotch that has actual peat moss in the bottle. <laughs> oh, Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> It is nasty. Uh, I'm not a scotch drinker, so it's difficult for me to know how far people would would take this. Plus, there's so many novelty things. Real. Bullshit. Okay. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. This is like the first time I've gone. I've been struggling to get you on on real or bullshit lately, so I'm pretty happy. All right. 0 for 1. Second. I got a bunch of these, by the way, so get strap in, everybody. I'll cut you off eventually, <laughs> bartender. Old Bay flavored vodka. Huh. Ew. 
<laughs> no, your mouth sound. I don't care about. Oh, the... um, I'll say that's bullshit. Real. Damn. <laughs> I'm kind of glad about that. I want to try that. Uh, you know, it does... I come from the Chesapeake Bay area. You do, and and it's it's got like the crab on the bottle, and I love that. Uh, let's see what we can do. Get some citizens. If you uh, are, are like a... interested in buying your favorite podcast host Christmas gifts, we're forming the list this episode. Like I want to modify a, sort of a Bloody Mary. That's in, exactly in some what way, they say. Right? It's listed for good use. I don't for. like Bloody Marys, but if you could do like a high grade one with like top quality ingredients, that's kind of or... what I've been thinking about. Or too. just give me some Old Bay vodka, put some Worcestershire in it, and a stalk of celery, and I'll drink it. You heard it here first. Yeah, that's my policy. Sake infused with fugu. Fugu mm. being the I blow- know it's blowfish that can just kill you. Just checking. Uh, yeah, if not cut precisely properly, you're dead. Uh, that's bullshit. He's on the board. All right. Fight. There's no way they'd be like, <laughs> okay, this was very carefully done. Now drop it in a bottle. <laughs> vodka. Vodka. Vodka <laughs> made from milk. Mm, Jesus, that's depressing. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could technically separate out. I got to. Okay. I don't know. I got to believe it's bull. I need it to be bullshit. It's real. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. He's, he's one for four, ladies and gentlemen. Well, like you said, anything could be real. Yeah. And then I, you've pranked me before. This is true. This is true. So then. Do you know anything else about this milk vodka? Um, it, Did they separate the fats out and more then or less use the whatever? Yep, it's that seems oh. to be the process, Blech. as near as I can tell. It doesn't taste like milk, as far as far as they've listed. It's not like you're like, oh, this this tastes. I want to pour it on my cereal. You're the guy who was open to eat, drinking the elephant shit. Oh, I didn't say I was. I never said I was open to drinking the elephant shit gin. Yeah, you are. I can tell. The the face. milk vodka. Yeah, sure, maybe. I'll give it a shot. <gasps> How about this one? Mezcal infused with whole raw chicken breasts. <laughs> Bullshit. That's real. Come on! <laughs> Why? I don't know. Apparently they pasteurize it after they do it. So I, I don't know. I don't know. What the hell? I don't know. It seems like the kind of thing that you might come up with after drinking a lot of mezcal, quite honestly. Yeah, like every other mistake. All right. Absinthe infused with actual LSD. Hmm. I don't know that that would work. I don't think that would work. Bullshit. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that would actually transfer. Eh. No, I, I don't think it will either, but, but it seemed like a good idea. But if you could put raw chicken in there. Yeah, man. sure. Yogurt liquor. Ass face. <laughs> it wasn't word association. Oh, liquor as in li- liquor. <laughs> you get the point just Yogurt because. liquor. You get the point just because. <laughs> Uh, well, you could have looked at the milk thing and then be like, well, he'll get this or trip up on that. And then I'm like, uh, yogurt liquor. You know what? Real. That nah, is real. win streak it's now. Made, made by the Bowles company who makes like b- blue curacao in those. Uh, um, here comes the yogurt liquor. <laughs> That's the episode. <laughs> That's the episode title. Oh, smoked salmon vodka. Real. Gross. Now he's on a roll. Gross. I'll tell you what. There are two left, and I, I, I've got ten of these total, so uh, you you need one to How make many? it halfway. How many left? Two. Okay. <clears throat> Gin made with redwood ants. Oh, gross. Bullshit. Real. Damn. Yeah, par- apparently they, like, squeeze the essence out of the ants and into the gin. And... Oh, it's Skeksy Gin. Cool. <laughs> and finally, you got to get this to get 50%. 
pizza beer. <laughs> Can you say it again? Pizza beer. Pizza beer. <laughs> Uh, it's French. In the holy name of of, of Totino's pizza rolls, I'll say that it is, <laughs> I'll say it's real. Yeah, you made it to fifty percent. Broke even. Uh, apparently, it's the 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 uh, pizza dough yeast is what they use to brew it, and that's where they get pizza beer. So since you were fifty percent, we need this tiebreaker. Yes, card sharts edition. Card sharts. Yeah, I just said it that way because card sharts because of the the dung gin. No, I'm not. Confused by okay. why I'm making sure you were just. I hilarious. did say yeah. I <laughs> always make sure I'm hilarious. Um, <laughs> because you'd be surprised. <laughs> Either way. Uh, all right. How much in U.S. dollars does a bottle of the Elephant Dung Gin go for? Is it higher or lower than thirty-eight dollars a bottle? Now, obviously, if you're getting this in a high-end restaurant, it's going to be marked up. So we're talking about market price. No, right? I'm, I'm talking about you buy it from. Right. Okay. I'm not. I'm not the getting Ainsley's. it at a, at a fancy steakhouse. No, you're not getting this. You're not buying per shot. This is the get Chateau the Elephant Doom. <laughs> Chateau de Mer. Yeah. Right. Uh, what was it? Thirty-six. Thirty-eight. 38. Higher or lower than thirty-eight? I'm going to say lower. He's got it! He needed the tiebreaker. Got it. It's apparently uh, goes for 500 rand, which is South uh, African currency. $32 a bottle. Why do they um, Why do they do this? I don't know. Well, you know, it, Are I, you going to try to get some? I actually might. I really it, might. It's a good conversation piece for, for any Which is bar why it's popular for with tourists. Sure. I, I have a feeling that it's not going to be any kind of special. I, I'm certain it's safe to drink. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just, it, it is until it ain't, Phil. Uh, that's uh, pretty much the story of my life. So uh, again, send in those recipes and. Uh, yeah. Don't forget also, if you're a bartender and one who facilitates some of the madness on a, a segment we would do in a tasting uh, experiment. Yeah, the Get Sean Drunk episode. The whip around at gmail.com. So get in touch with us and. Uh, whip around at gmail.com. And uh, we will be right back after this short break. Distill that shit. Phil, buddy. Yeah, Sean. It's time for us to give a special shout out. Indeed he do. And that is to our friends of the podcast and a pod friend of our podcast. They're potty and they're friendly. Our potty friends over at Slow Readers. America's fast-paced literature podcast. Hosted by Gabe Mara and Daniel Gonzalez. Gonzalez, Gonzalez, Gonzalez. It is a wonderful time talking about literature. It's about books. It's about run-on jokes. It's about ridiculous premises. It's about left turns. It's about fun stuff that isn't necessarily literature. And it's about time to listen to them every Monday when new episodes come out. Sometimes they're reading, uh, you know, your highfalutin book. Sometimes they're reading something like they just did this past week with an essay, a literature Was criticism a literature essay. Cri Sometimes it's short stories. Sometimes I've been on it. Sometimes I've been. So this is just a fucking extravaganza <laughs> of joy. Do you get it? Do you dig it? Just listen to Slow Readers. Brought to you by Top Gallant Radio. Radio for sailors. Bye now. Three for the road. Very, Very dangerous. dangerous. You go first. <laughs> We're back! <laughs> act three. Please keep that. Putting our asses <laughs> off up in here. Uh, and if it's act three, 
And I think it is. That means it is time for Three for the Road! That time of the show where Phil and I talk about those things that didn't fit in with the format of the show, or that we didn't have time to talk about during the show, or that just had to scooch over for some elephant shit and talked about that instead. What's going to happen is Phil and I are going to go, uh, you know, one after the other, three times a piece, talking about real weird news headlines and stories that are burning a hole in our brain. Uh, 30 seconds a piece, so after that 30 seconds, you hear something a little bit like this, which is Des- Decibel saying it's time to shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! And move on to the next person. And once we each go three times, we'll do some plugs, some chit-chat, and that will be that. Ooh, a little inadvertent rhyme. We talked a bit beforehand and uh, shrugged our shoulders until it came out that it was my <laughs> turn to go first. So, Phil, do you have anything to ask me? <clears throat> Sean, are you ready? Poopy-doop. Sean, are you full of gin infused with dung? Dookie-poop. Sean, are you go? Poopy! And what about the undead Twinkie news? A hostess Twinkie snack cake from 1976 is celebrating its 43rd birthday this month. Uh, after being unwrapped by Maine-based and long-since-retired science teacher Roger Bonatti as part of a lesson in food preserved as a George Stevens Academy at Blue Hill. Bonatti opened the Twinkie and displayed its unchanging glory for wave after wave of students until his retirement in 04, upon which he turned it over to one Libby Rosemeyer, the school's dean and one of the students in the room for the Twinkie's initial unpacking. Oh, that's cool. And while the snack is graying and sort of pockmarked now it's clear that it shall outlive us all and so it should ancient twinkie it's a big twinkie in dun 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 news a hand and a wedding ring were found inside of a tiger shark this week the uh, 44 year old man was last seen snorkeling off the coast of french island of reunion while on vacation with his family he'd gone missing after uh as he told his wife he was going through a swim for quote a few minutes uh there was a frantic search for the man soon after he went missing a few weeks ago involving helicopters boats and all that but to no avail the shark was caught last week for research purposes about seven kilometers from where the man was last seen scientists found the hand and the ring inside the tummy of the shark identifying the missing man there are a lot of shark attacks around reunion island warning signs are posted along all the beaches Hey, citizens, when swimming out there, be careful. Go with a friend. In part one of my farm-to-drug den conspiracy theory, a number of beaches along the west of France have been closed for the past few weeks due to bricks of cocaine continuing to wash up onto the sand every day. Nearly 2,000 pounds of high-grade, quote, especially dangerous coke with purity of up to 83% has been seized by local authorities from beaches up to 300 miles apart. As of now, investigators are unsure just where this massive nose candy haul is coming from, but I think, I think I've solved it. Details in 30 seconds. Was it Lodi Modern Bakery? <laughs> Call back. Let's go! In Yogi Berra would be proud news. I got a beat on a weird trend this week. Uh, dopamine fasting. It's the latest craze that hit Silicon Valley and is, of course, spreading around the country. Dopamine is sometimes called the pleasure chemical, and tech curmudgeons are saying no to pleasure. Why? Well, it's summed up well by the great Yankee uh, Yogi Berra. If the world were perfect, it wouldn't be. The idea is that we're so inundated with pleasurable things in our lives that we become numb to how good it really is. So the general plan is to abstain from things that bring us pleasure, but some people take it to the extreme. Some of the Silicon Valley, quote, enlightened few are refraining from using technology, listening to music, exercising, having sex, physical human contact, eating verbal contact, or even eye contact for extended periods of time, usually on the order of a day or two, they say that when they return to work, everything seems pleasurable. Science says bullshit, by the way. Unplugging is good, but you cannot reset your dopamine levels. Folks, don't buy into it. Yeah, so in Cherche la Oink news, check this shit out. Four Italy-based drug smugglers were caught in a Tuscany bust this month after routinely moving two kilos or yeah, routinely moving two kilos of cocaine a month via hidden stashes and pickup points in and around woods near Montepulciano. But the three Albanians and one Italian crook were only caught after police surveillance overheard the men complaining about a large stash of theirs being, quote, destroyed by local cingale or wild boars. Yes. Apparently uh-huh. area hogs dug up and uh, dispersed a twenty thousand euro 
stash throughout the woods. Oh. So obviously that's happening here, and that the pigs are running a multinational drug operation, picking <laughs> off human cartels on their way to total hog world domination, and I, for one, welcome our cranked up porcine overlords. <laughs> cranked up porcine. Very be- beautiful. Beautiful. In You Caught Me, Comrade, news, a well-known Russian historian has confessed to murdering his partner. Police arrested Oleg Sokolov, 63, when he got drunk and fell into a river trying to dispose body parts of the murdered Anastasia Yashenko, his lover and former grad student. Police found uh, Sokolov in the river with a backpack containing the women's arms. Ah. Uh, yeah, he, they kind of admitted it after that. He was retrieved from the river and treated for hypothermia. Sokolov said he mar- murdered her during an argument and then sawn off her arms and legs and head he told police he was planning on disposing of the body before publicly taking his life while dressed as napoleon well what a twatsky do you think he said <laughs> do you think he had the premise of presence of mind when they searched the bag and found her arms to say those aren't mine <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't you have to, <laughs> as the arresting officer, even as you're like, this is an this is an you got to high five him. You got no, I don't want to touch him, but you have to or be. You like, can high five the arm. I'm going to tell my family about that later. Like that's a big deal. <laughs> that's a big deal. He's a, you're all right in my book, and I hope you go to jail forever. Yeah, but you're a, <laughs> those aren't mine. <laughs> Well, Phil, what that, a that's what a, a show. What a ride it has been. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to plug? Um, no, I do want to say uh, thank you to uh, one of our citizens, Citizen Sue, had a fantastic comment on the article about uh, robots with the faces, uh, stealing our faces or donating your face to the robots. <laughs> well, we know where it ends, so that's correct. <laughs> right. Uh, her, her point, which is well taken, is, yeah, they already have our faces, so who cares? But her better point was, I don't know. what a perfect alibi it would be. It wasn't me. It was the robots that all have my faces. And I'm like, that is a brilliant, devious, wonderful I thought. I assume Tom So I Cruise thank you, Citizen like Sue. A, like a, like a, like a a movie about that in the 90s like i assume there's a tom cruise wasn't movie that face off with a blue, almost with a blue poster nah with robots no mm. no but yeah but uh thanks citizens for being out there and for for commenting we love your comments on yeah, facebook bring them and on instagram let us know what you think uh again recipes and all that stuff too uh get in touch with us anytime you want at the whip around at gmail.com and uh, share the show. Uh, if you share the show, that's fantastic. That helps us get into more people's ears. And also, if you rate, review, and subscribe it too. Yeah, we really, us, we really, really do appreciate it. We get us exposed because you don't want us exposing ourselves. Um, yeah, and uh, do keep your eye out for the Whip Around podcast at the Lehigh Valley Podcast uh, Fest. One can only hope. And if we're not there, we're not there. We'll keep you posted. <laughs> uh, in the meanwhile, Phil and I have got some christmas light hanging to do we're sprucing up and uh fancying up the studio here so it'll be nice and bright for you next time <laughs> you'll know you'll we'll know. sound brighter that's right we'll sound well lit phil won't because how could he sound brighter than he already does in my cardigan i feel festive and cozy we love you even phil goodbye you want a sip of this shit Oink. Yeah, I'm disappointed in how much that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, I'm Sean. I'm disappointed in how much fun we just had. <laughs>